Welcome. What's good? What's that? 311, shout out to the band. I know. I, I don't know but any of their songs. Wait, do you not? You sound like a little bit like robotic. Yeah, but it's fine. Is it normal? Yeah, it's fine. Are you sure? I am. Dude, we've done this before and it sounds robotic and then it comes out normal, so. Oh, okay. All right, well. Um, we're, 83. Uh, we've changed locations. Chain location. Yeah. We just changed um, locations, changed locations. We actually did record a pod here a couple times. One of the earliest pods. Like the couple, like, pod like five, six. I think the here. first was on the roof. Yeah. And then we did a few at by the ocean. Yeah. And then we did a couple here. Mm-hmm. We're at Z's crib. Mm-hmm. So I do have my two dogs here. Um, one of them has anxiety, so he's a little bit jumpy. So you may hear him bark and sprint at some point. But yeah, uh, they they already one of them pulled out that power outlet for the yeah uh, had to reset the whole thing, audio so. thing. I'm also allergic to them. Yeah, so, so it's going I'm great. Maybe sniffling. <laughs> Hey, we're adapting. <laughs> yeah, it's going perfectly fine. <laughs> I'm here for it. But we're out here and we're recording, so yeah. I think it's 83. This is episode 83. Wow, I remembered. Yeah, nice. we just keep going. We just keep on keeping on. We're really? like the Energizer Bunny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, first of June. Yep, about to get warmer and warmer every day. Shout yeah. out everybody out there getting tans, not getting tans, staying in the house. I'm I kind of got tanned for a little bit, but then I worked inside most of the week this week. Lost um, it immediately. Yeah, you look and the then, same to me. And then I also don't want to get burned because I'm getting that tattoo. Oh yeah, Mike's getting a tattoo. I'm like worried about. I don't know. I don't really understand. Like, if I am burnt, and he like tattoos my burn mm-hmm. like i wonder if it'll just peel off i doubt it mm. but i'm no, sure it's lower it'll than fuck that. it up it's lower than that it's yeah. like right below that layer of skin um but i'm sure it'll be like more painful or something so i'm gonna like try to avoid getting burnt as i do because i'm a pale pale man mm-hmm. um yeah let's do it we got some is that uh, a fuel bottle mine yeah Okay. Well, actually, you, uh, no, you have two. You had two. I didn't have uh, a protein okay. bottle. So I was like, yo, let me have that one. Because I remember sure. everyone was talking shit when I got Huel, and I was like, have you, <laughs> you've low key been a Huel member, and you've just been holding it out on me. You weren't defending Yeah, me. and I've been like coming at you too. They're yeah. like, Huel sucks. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and secretly, I have all the merch and Huel. <laughs> got a t shirt. I yeah. still, no, I think I threw away the t shirt. But. Huel sucks. Why'd you throw it away? Was it literally like, oh, everybody's giving me hate for Huel, so... <clears throat> um, It just didn't fit right. Uh, it was like a fine shirt, but it, it was too tight. Mm. Um, Throwing away good shirts. Yep. You American capitalist. Did I tell you about that $200 shirt I got? Was that on the last podcast? Hold I on. Think I mentioned Hold that? on. Hold on. Mike just said... He got a $200 shirt. T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It's dope. Yeah, who do you think you are? What is it like, Bill? Bro, it, was, it was L.A. Mike. All right. <laughs> you went out there, got tan. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you didn't come back with like earrings and a tattoo. <laughs> Earrings, earrings tattoo a chain i don't think i'll ever go uh, earrings Full. again yeah i wanted earrings when i was like five or like seven uh yeah, nah. and i got those magnetic ones yeah that's too much of a hot boy for you and then i remember <laughs> i've like said like that's when you knew i was gonna be a drug addict yeah <laughs> <laughs> when i wanted magnetic earrings uh, goodness. <sighs> classic mike classic <laughs> no that's um, lit but yeah uh not a whole lot to talk about z's got some stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna be doing my first open mic tonight yeah let's get a congratulations for mike Whoa. that's huge stuff mike is doing an open mic <laughs> who would have thunk should I start off with an open mic? Like, uh, hey, I'm Mike. I was thinking about going up and being like, I thought about just coming up here and spreading my asshole for everyone because it's an open mic, right? <laughs> and your mic. But that ended better than I thought, so I'll give you that one. Yeah. It's the best I could come up with. But yeah, an open mic. It'll be interesting going with a few friends. Uh, one of my friends has like done a few. Um, definitely nervous. This is a huge thing, and I this is a sincere congratulations. And this is sincere, like that's a dope. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It'll be cool. I mean, regardless of how I do, it'll just be good to like get up there, mm-hmm. see how it is. But I don't know. Just going to LA, seeing like all my favorite comedians was like, well, fuck it, let's just try it out, see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, that's definitely sick. Yep, I may end up stopping by myself, checking her out, making sure everything's good and in order. (laughs) Laugh, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so. But yeah, it'll be cool. Um, Uh, But you said there's a DeLorean coming out. Yes, so I was going to bring it as a surprise, but so for all the back to the future lovers, as I am, that's one of my favorite movies, favorite trilogies. Um, Yeah. DeLorean's coming back. I know I've been like begging car companies to take old vehicles that already have a market that people love and create like a fervor over and um, good word and cars that maybe not aren't on the market anymore instead of trying to do the Ford way and take perfectly good cars and rename them and end their legacy, uh, Ford and the, uh, mock E. Uh, so DeLorean, the DeLorean company is bringing back the original DeLorean in an electric vehicle model, which is super exciting for me. I always wanted a DeLorean growing up as a kid. Uh, it is a two door. I don't, the, the, the really hard hitting questions would be like, what kind of charger does it use? Uh, how long does it charge? Um, but they do have some, uh, specs for the DeLorean alpha five. Uh, the base model base, base performance model, uh, has a zero to 88 
which I think is a, uh, or zero to 80, like the uh, Back to the Future, in 4.35 uh, seconds. Cool. <laughs> uh, zero to 60 in 2.99 seconds, three seconds. These are all estimated. Uh, they only have renders right now. Top speed of 155 miles an hour. Again, everything listed is estimated. 300 plus miles of range. Uh, battery of 100 plus kilowatt hours as opposed to a Tesla, just for those who are curious. Has around 80, 87 kilowatt hours to 90 kilowatt hours in a, uh, in a Model 3 and a Model Y. And then a drag coefficient of 0.23, which is damn good. Uh, yeah, Mike and I were deliberating over the price. I think it'll be under 60. I think it should be 80 plus. Um, it looks too nice to be less It does than look 80. sick. Yeah. Like, it looks amazing. Yeah, and I'm keeping my guess of under 60, but it doesn't help when the CEO is like, the DeLorean Alpha 5 is for car enthusiasts and people who love to drive. And usually when they use words like that, I'm like, ooh, we're looking at over 80. Uh, it is a two-door. Still has the uh, Falcon-style wings like the old model DeLoreans. Uh, what I've been begging for for two-door electric vehicles, I've, all, I've wanted one. There have, I haven't seen a car, market, a car on the market that has one except for the Aptera. Um, and what's so cool about it is that this is a full size two door. It's a, not like the Aptera where it's only two seats. This is a four seater. Uh, the doors are huge. So from the renders, it looks like you should be able to get into the second row just by opening the door and there's space behind the driver to get in. I don't know if that works for me. I'm six, four, so I don't know. It might be work differently for me, but right. Regardless, I'm super into that. Um, no release date yet, but they brought out the renders just to show the proof of concept. It looks amazing. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. I think this is going to be awesome. Is it like, is the car producer, the manufacturer just called DeLorean? Yes. Or is it like a subset of something? So it's just DeLorean. I don't believe DeLorean ended up sell- selling their rights to anyone, but uh, it seems as if it's just DeLorean. I don't think they officially ever went like out of business 100%. Yeah. Uh, but they weren't producing any more DeLoreans. Yeah, so it's been a long time. I think the last time they produced cars was 1985. Damn. Yeah, so this is a long That's time That's crazy coming. that they like were able to stay afloat. Yeah, in any manner. Even if like this is a new ownership, maybe somebody bought the DeLorean name and was like, this is our chance, but... Mm, maybe. I'll take it. It's better than better than nothing. Like yeah. I said, they've only seen so many two-door like electric cars, so... I've never really... I don't think I've seen a... a it's almost like a... Well, it is two doors, but it's like acting as four doors. Yeah, because... I'm glad you said that because there's no engine or transmission. It gives you more space. So for example, like the model Y it doesn't look that big, but, and it's smaller than some SUVs, 
but there's actually more space in the vehicle because there's no engine or transmission, which does mm. give you like a good bit of more space and headroom. The middle seat in electric cars don't feel like middle seats because there's no transmission under where your feet would be. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, so you end up with a little bit more space and a little bit more legroom. So you're 100% right. It do, It is a two-door vehicle, but it does look like it has a pretty spacious second row. The but, question ev- that's on everyone's mind is, can it go back to the future? Hey, that zero to 80 in 4.35 seconds, make a fourth movie. <laughs> like, yo, why not? Yeah. Bring it all back. Bring it all back. <laughs> I would love to. Is uh is Marty McFly the guy with Parkinson's or is that a yes. different guy? Uh, what they the should same, do is it the same guy? It is. They uh, should bring him back, but have him be the doc. And then bring on like uh what's his name? <laughs> oh, you know who it would be? Harry Styles. Oh my god, Harry Styles. No. Uh oh my gosh, what's his name? He's Spider Man. Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. put a Tom Holland in everything. Yeah, he already is in everything. <laughs> yeah, just so. put Tom Holland as as new Marty McFly. Or give him a new name, like Nick Nobody's Business. <laughs> Miles uh, Eternity Leave. <laughs> that works Where do better. our brains go? <laughs> 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 Miles, <laughs> <blah, blah. laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. So uh, we're not in charge of making movies. So whoever is like that person who's good at that, take notes. Yeah, figure that we're out. The brains of the operation. <laughs> yeah, we got the ideas. Yeah. Maybe not the follow through, but we got the <laughs> ideas. Yep, we gotta follow through with this pod though. Episode eighty three. Let's go. Yeah, we do. Um, Let's go. You heard the man. Episode eighty three. <clears throat> your dog was sorry if I seem distracted, but your dog's like falling asleep sitting up, and it's hilarious. I told you he has anxiety. He's not sleeping until <laughs> all of this podcast stuff is broken down and we're gone. Sleep with both eyes open. Mm-hmm. I see you, bear. Ready for duty. <laughs> <laughs> Reporting for duty, sir. <laughs> Panda's just chilling. Yeah, she does not report for duty. Bear's ready to go. What type He's is this one? Fight. Him? He's a yeah. So I got uh, two dogs. Bear, brown boy. He's a chihuahua. Really? Like yeah, a, a mix. mix in a Pomeranian, yeah. Oh, and okay. then my other dog, Panda, is a Lhasa Apso. Uh, okay. Yes. I name my animals after other animals. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. So. It's a cool style. He's about to knock. Did you get him? Did you get Bear afterwards? No, After I, so bear was first. We got him in the house first, oh, that's uh, funny. and then panda I found on the oh. street. Yeah, I was walking down the road. Me and my family. She just walked up to me. I was like, "What's good?" She's like, "What's up? <laughs> What's happening? You coming with me?" She's like, "Ah, right, let's go." <laughs> She's all matted down. She had a dread. She had a dread on her head. Okay, oh, like, and she had fleas. I just carried her in my arms, and she just tried to, like, wiggle out. I was like, nope. Mm. We got her a bath, fed her, and that's all she wrote. That'd be, I wish I kind of wish you got Panda first. 
Because then it would like kind of seem like you just like gave up for bear. What do you mean? Like, because uh, like I bet you could call a panda like oh panda bear, ah. and then you get this one, and then you're like uh fucking I guess just bear, <laughs> or like you call her like brown. Yeah. Whoa! You almost fell. Dog. Jesus. He's ready to go. Look, yeah, yeah, he may be falling asleep, but he's ready to go. That's right? like the only time my Maisie did this one time, mm-hmm. but it was after she ate like a edible, mm-hmm. oh. a real strong edible. Oh, what? <laughs> she had she video was like of sitting dog. down and like, oh, fucking nodding out. <laughs> That's funny. Does he ever fall over? Nah, God. never, but who knows? This could be it. Welcome to the pod, guys. And uh, this is like, uh, oh no, they've been here. They've been on the podcast once. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. What do you got to say, Bear? All right. <laughs> he almost fell. Sounds over good. Again. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Just lay lay your ass down. Why you? He's not a full dog. There. My dog was scared of the grass when we first got him. No hyperbole. Like scared of the grass. Yeah, he was scared of everything. That's where you got to piss. He had anxiety. He still has anxiety, but it's better now. It took years for him to lay down in the grass. He was walking in the grass scared, like slowly <laughs> crawling on the grass. I'd literally carry him. I'd run outside. Yeah. So I'd get up, run outside. He'd run behind me. Then the second we get to the to the porch, I'd hop off and sprint to the grass. <laughs> and I'd turn around. He's still on the porch. I'm like, come on. He's like, nah, son. <laughs> So, dogs yeah, are so weird. I'll show y'all my. We'll put up, post them. My anxious dogs. Anxious dogs. Send us your anxious dogs. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see that. Send us your dogs. Yeah. Send us your dogs so we can rate them. Yeah, we'll fucking uh, roast them. Yeah, I'm with it. Yeah, so fi- finish out this electric car segment. No more. Uh, we'll keep. Uh, tr- I'll keep track of the DeLoreans. Let you know new stuff. Um, I put my email in to get emailed with uh new information. Where oh. you can go and see them in person if you want. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure where it's gonna be, but uh, yeah, it's still cool stuff. Speaking of emails, I got hacked. By who? By probably Russia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, I woke up, I think like I think it was on Sunday, I woke up and I got a bunch of emails, some from Steam, some from Gmail. They say, gotcha. My, my Gmail was like, hey, your account is at risk. I'm like, great, awesome. That's like what I have linked to everything, mm-hmm. so that's great. Um, and then the Steam emails were in Russian, so I couldn't understand them. Okay. And that's the only thing that like leads me to believe that the hacker was Russian or oh, right. either using maybe using a VPN that the IP address is in Russia. Mm-hmm. Um I haven't like fully looked into the Steam thing cuz I got I got like two notifications of I think they made like two purchases mm-hmm. on Steam, but my card didn't show any charges. So, I, d- I don't really know what they did or, like, what the objective was. Maybe, like, they just installed games really fast. Hmm. Um, but How did you get got? 
Hmm? How'd you get got? I don't know. I feel like I'm what are you fairly safe it? on the internet. You gonna go out like a punk? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Russia next week. <laughs> yeah, fly out. <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> Single handedly stopped the war. <laughs> you owe me a twenty five dollar Steam <laughs> gift card and I took a thousand dollar flight out here. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> you thought I wouldn't fly out here, huh? You thought it was sweet. <laughs> but yeah i mean i don't really know what to do about it i changed my <laughs> gmail password i mean what else yeah. i guess i could enable like two-factor authentication can you do that i think so hmm. i think that's pretty easy it's just like a i think they have a authenticator app on your phone i have Steam. that i have that activated for runescape hmm. that's been good because i've been hacked on runescape before too that's worse that is worse. My account's probably worth like at least six hundred bucks. You think? Yeah. I got two websites worth six hundred bucks. <laughs> A thousand. Since bucks. when? What? Yeah, you know I've been doing things. <laughs> doing things I ain't told you. Would you just buy like a Ezekiel Francisco dot com and you're like pricing it yourself at six thousand or six hundred? <laughs> it's two websites for the for the the houses oh uh, okay mm-hmm. word that's cool yeah so that's what GoDaddy says go daddy um we should make a website eventually i want to create a eth account or like a like dot btc account what does that mean so from my knowledge it should be like a connection to your public key Okay. So you can also use But public. do you can you do you have that through like Coinbase? No, so you can create one. Um what's interesting about so we talked about a long time ago about how you'll have apps that are decentralized. Mm-hmm. So you'll have like oh like um a face a decentralized uh social media, uh a decentralized bank account or like a not even socialized, a decentralized. Um, centralized, yeah. Um, so what they mean by that is that you can use your public key yeah. or your private key to just go on to apps. So mm-hmm. like say I could just I could put out like, oh, uh Ezekiel Francisco dot ETH or yeah. my favorite right now, which I'm really cool with, but I like, uh, I'll speak on it in a second, is Litecoin. Mm-hmm. Uh which is uh Ezekiel dot Francisco theoretically light as in Litecoin, and I can just go on to this different apps using my private key or my public key depending on the app, and I'll have access. And from that same link, Ezekiel, we'll use Ethereum. Ezekiel dot uh, ETH. You could also send me money, and also send me messages using that key, or also request money from me using your private key. Okay. Um. Yeah, so it's interesting. Like it, it will kind of level the playing field. So like, companies just don't own all your data, or like one company owns your data, your wallet. Uh, it kind of brings a little bit back of your ownership yeah, of those right. things. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remembered that. Did we talk about the uh, Axie Infinity thing? 
Not yet. Okay. Not we should yet. talk about that. Yeah, we should definitely <laughs> talk about that. Um, All right. I don't know if you guys remember, but we talked about we were we were excited about the new era of Pass my water, please. Um crypto games. And one of the first like uh successful crypto games mm-hmm. was actually Infinity. It was like a game where you like you have like a team of three cats and they like battle each other and when they battle they earn crypto and if you win you like earn more crypto um it was one of the first pay to earn that we spoke right. about or pay to earn as a concept that we spoke about there was also alluvium i remember mm-hmm. we talked a lot about that mm-hmm. that's like yet to be seen too i mean i follow them on discord but i kind of stopped looking at them because like I don't know. The concept art and the gameplay weren't like cohesive. They weren't, yeah. and it wasn't really polarizing either. Like, yeah, um, it seemed like it was gonna be a really cool game, but it like I think it's like a two D like regular ass. Well, it was game. like the Axie was the was the turn based like I attack, you attack, mm-hmm. like special moves, <clears throat> things like that. Like Pokemon, similar. it was sort of like Pokemon, yeah, yeah, like type of game. Right, um, but you would like the the thing was like I think they sold like one of the cats for like a one and a half million or something crazy like when it first started. Mm-hmm. But uh, I forget when this was, but probably like a month and a month or it was a about month, like, it was about a month or a month and a half. I don't know, but apparently they got um, rug bowl. I don't know if I want to say hacked. I th- just like compromise, I guess. It seemed better. as if they got rug pulled because it was quick. Yeah. Um, and like a lot of money was lost. Mm-hmm. And it was just funny because we thought like this is going to be like the game. Like one, I of, remember one us, of the games. I remember us speaking about it, but I believe we were more into Alluvium. Oh, yeah, for sure. Alluvium was the AAA version that like wasn't turn. It was turn based, but it was had a little bit more to it. Like there a little was bit more, more like there was supposed to be like exploring and like catching like new shit out yes. in the wild. Yes. It's not here yet. Um, it's also another pay to earn or play to earn. Uh, so. We believed that it was a stronger game. Alluvium at the time, Axie Infinity was getting way more. Uh, it was already established. Yeah, and, and people like, were using it. Yeah. Uh, so that was like the already established one. We were kind of more excited for the Alluvium because it was uh, like newer. And it was backed by a... F- it was a backed by actual gaming companies. Right. Yeah. Alluvium they had was. Like, yeah. I remember they had like actual game developers like backing it. Mm-hmm. Axie Infinity seemed more like, oh, so just like a... Like somebody, a group started it. Right. But it was just like, so my mom, with the way I found out about it was like, my mom was like, oh, did you hear about the cryptocurrency hack? Mm-hmm. And I, my f- initial reaction was like, oh, what? Like that shouldn't be able to happen. It's decentralized. Like that's not in like the essence of cryptocurrency. Like that shouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently it did. And a lot of money was lost. It still has a twenty-one dollar uh, per coin. What the Axie coin? Yeah, solid. It's a uh, forty. So I wonder if it was just like people's personal Axie coins that got 
compromised. Yeah, well, it's ranked forty uh, fourth largest coin, which is still it's not terrible. Well, how many coins are there? Like thousands. Yeah, I bet there's they, uh, thousands by now. Yeah, but they uh, have a top one hundred list. Oh, okay. So it's forty four. Oh, right that's now. solid then. No, that's not. That's definitely not terrible. Yeah. Uh, for these, yeah. So, yeah, for these coins, which is cool. My favorite, uh, Litecoin is twentieth. What's it? One at? of my favorites. Is it just ranked off price? Um, I can. No, it's based on market cap, okay. which is like it's similar to price. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's market cap's a little bit better though because it has price and volume. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a interesting little crypto. Uh, it was scandal, and we, like that's why I enjoy us bringing up and talking about these currencies and being transparent when things like that happen. Um, uh, Axie infinity isn't dead. Sometimes when there are things that happen like that, uh, the, it can, it can bounce back. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely, you gotta be careful. Some of these, sometimes there are these, uh, rug pulls that happen. Yeah. A lot. Because there was one very recently. Um, who was it? A terrible rug pull. It was at a dollar. It was a uh, stable coin recently that was attached to the U.S. dollar, mm-hmm. but it had bots controlling it. And at the problem when you have coins that are attached to the U.S. dollar, when they fall, the coin is susceptible to falling as well. Especially when, when the you dollar have, falls. Yeah, you have bots that control it. So when the U.S. dollar falls, they'll sell their coins. They'll sell their uh, stable coin. And then it'll create a cycle where it just keeps selling off based on like the dollar falling. Mm-hmm. And uh, it ended up going from $100 to pretty much zero. And you had... Uh, a lot of people were people were putting a lot of money into it at the time. Ended up being a dead cat bounce because they're yeah. like, "Oh, word!" Like dead cat bounce when you get a drop in a price of a stock or in a, this case crypto, and people are like, "Oh, sick!" Or there's there's huge whales who are like, "Oh, awesome! This is a perfect time for me to get in." Mm-hmm. So then they buy into it, and then it starts to come back up, and then like it turns out, no, this thing is dead. Like it was a dead cat and it just bounced. <laughs> like that's <laughs> you, you caused the bounce and it's still going to die. A dead Axie infinity cat bounce. Yep. So Axie's still on, but, uh, I want to say that it was Terra Luna that ended up falling like that. Was um, that just a coin or was that linked to a game or anything? No. So that was just a crypto. It okay. was, atta- it was, uh, attached to the U S dollar, but, so yeah, the, I there was um forget the guys who's who's the guy who's with Logan Paul KRS or KSI KSI KSI, KSI put a uh, two point one million dollars into it as it was falling, and then it literally went to zero. So 
What does KSI do? Was he a YouTuber or was he like an actual fighter? I think he was just a Twitch streamer or a YouTuber. He's uh, just one of those guys like, what exactly does he do? And it's just like, he just makes money somehow. He does it all. Yep. Um, I remember that fight was big. Mm-hmm. He made bread off it. I'm sure they both did. Um, yeah, so the a coin I wanted to touch on today, keep the crypto talk coming. It's called Litecoin. Uh, I've started to dabble a little bit into mining. Uh, and I'm looking for my next coin to mine. And the one that came to mind uh, was Litecoin. Yeah. Uh, Litecoin is pretty much just, it's similar to the cash for Bitcoin's gold, quote unquote. A lot of people don't like that idea. Um, But what it does is that it can be mined and verified with less information. So it allows transactions to happen way more quickly. Yeah. To do a transaction on Bitcoin, you have huge gas fees. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just for the sake of this example, say you go to the store, you buy a $10 coffee or you go to, and it'd be $20 in transaction fees. Right. Right. As opposed to if you go to the store, Mike's the Mike's the clerk, Mike gets paid and it's uh, $10 of the coffee. Mike takes my $10. He gets paid $10 at the end of his shift. $20 transaction fee for me. Mike goes to somebody else, spends another $10. That's another $20 transaction fee. And that person comes back to me and buys uh, buys my TV for 10 bucks, And that's another $20 in transaction fees. Yeah. That's $60 worth of transaction fees, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the same $10. Instead... It would Litecoin will put all of our transactions together mm-hmm. and just have the flat twenty dollar transaction fee, or bring it down and cut it into thirds and have us each pay what six and a half bucks for or six and six point three three. You understand yeah. a third of the transaction fee price. Um, it's a lot easier. They just took on the Lightning <laughs> Network. You say Lightning Network? Lightning Network. That's cool because I think. Thunder just happened. That was pretty cool. That's what they parked at. Yeah, I didn't hear it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Litecoin was one of, is the first crypto to use the Lightning Network. And what's so interesting about that is it made transactions even faster than uh, Litecoin already produced. And Lightning fast. So fast that Visa and MasterCard, they have about 40,000 transactions mm-hmm. uh, in a second. And oh, damn. that's a lot. That's a lot. That's why you can go to the store and just use right. your card real quick. Litecoin with the Lightning Network could potentially do 2 million transactions. In Jesus. A so we're talking about that's a lot more than Visa and MasterCard currently have. Um, I think this will take it to another level. So can you buy like... Uh, could you buy and sell at the same time? Litecoin? Yeah. A lot quicker than you could with Bitcoin. Bitcoin right now has takes... So Bitcoin takes 10 minutes 
to mine a Bitcoin to verify a transaction. So if Mike and I went to the store to buy with Bitcoin, it would take 10 minutes for the clerk to be like, all right, it went through. So we'd be sitting there 10 minutes later, like, yeah. and now it went through. That's not, crypto is not going to work like that. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin is good at keeping a lot of information or a lot of money in one spot, not really moving it and doing anything with it. Okay. So that's a layer one crypto. It can store money, but doesn't really have much use. Lightning is a layer two for crypto to allow way faster transactions to happen. Hmm. Litecoin itself has two and a half minutes to do a transaction. So it's faster, but the whole point is that we need to be invisible fast. Like anytime you want to do a lightning transit, a Litecoin transaction, it has to go through immediately. Um, so that's what Litecoin sets out to do. Mm-hmm. It has, it does two and a half minutes for a transaction way quicker but it doesn't necessarily have to do it all at once like Bitcoin. So it's kind of like an IOU, just like money is. Right. So I like to think of Bitcoin as cash, Litecoin Litecoin as cash, Bitcoin as gold. Okay. That's very similar to how our current monetary system works, where gold is what is backing the dollar. Mm -hmm. And it's a dollar is pretty much an IOU for work to be done. And that is mining gold. Mm. So I'll give it even, I'll explain in this way. If the way that our financial system works generally, I know if there's ever an economist listening, they're going to be like, that's not right. But it's people who don't know economy. This is it. The reason our dollar has value because it's backed by gold. The reason gold has value is because we both agree that going out and getting gold Finding gold is difficult. Mm-hmm. So we agree. I'm like, hey, I got this gold. It was hard to get. You know it was hard to get. If it's not hard to get, you can go out there and get some yourself. That It's proof that it's difficult work to be done. Right. And it's, there's rarity. Exactly. There's some scarcity to it because nobody's going to be going out there to do it. It's hard. So the government is like, okay, like this is going way too slow for us to be mining gold and keeping our dollars attached to this gold. It takes too long. So they'll create cash. Cash is easy, quick, and it's backed by the government saying, hey, yes, we have gold in the banks, enough to cover all the money that's being passed around, but you can come back and get gold if you want to, just trade in these dollars for it. Right. So that's where powerful countries are when the amount of gold in the bank and the amount of cash and circulation match Mm -hmm. the next stage is a fiat currency where the government's like okay this is taking too long uh we just had a financial crash people are scared they need money money let's just print money Yeah, yeah exactly so we can just clip the cash away from gold and just create a fiat currency which is like the money is not attached to gold anymore Currently, that's what the U.S. is at. Litecoin is trying to be at that second second stage where it's attached directly to Bitcoin and allows quicker transaction and for you to be able to trade your Litecoin in for Bitcoin if you want or vice versa quickly. Um, so I really like that. Uh, I'm looking for my next miner to be Litecoin. Uh, I did. I think in the last part, I did speak about how I purchased a helium miner. Yeah. Uh, 
if you want to learn Did more about that. Did you get it So I ordered it, um, but they're still building it. Uh, so I'm going to get a brand new one, and they're going to send it to me. It was actually interesting. That was my first transaction using uh, crypto, like a crypto wallet. Oh, you bought the miner with crypto? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it was Can awesome. Can you buy them with just money? With cash? No cash. So you can't use a bank account to do it. This they want they I think they really I, I like it. They want to yeah, lean into it and sense. be like, hey, like if you're into this space and you want to get into this space, like use, use the currency. Yeah. Yeah. So um I did that. Helium miners on the way. Uh Litecoin is down right now. Had an all time high of four hundred twenty dollars last time. So it does a halving, just like Yeah. Like uh, a split. Yep. Uh so if you did realize that the mining time for Litecoin or the amount of time for a transaction, a block to get verified by a miner is two and a half minutes mm-hmm. as opposed to Bitcoin's 10 minutes. That's a quarter of the time. So Litecoin also wants to have four times as much Litecoin in circulation as Bitcoin. Uh, I believe that Bitcoin's at 20, wants 21 billion in circulation. That's going to be the cap. And Litecoin wants eighty-four billion in circulation. Uh, That's a lot. Yes. So we're still on the rise. Last time it halved, it was it got up to four twenty. The next halving is twenty twenty-three. It's down at sixty-four dollars. So I just saw this as an opportunity. Usually, generally, when it halves again, it'll cause more scarcity. Yeah. And the price should rise again potentially back to its all-time high but uh yeah that's this is one that i want to get in on yeah that's cool i mean it seems like it's more uh i guess user friendly because it has more usability Yeah. yeah um one last thing about it too is that when you do mine if your miner uses two uh, if your miner, if the currency that you're mining, you also is the algorithm that you're mining is also being used for a different crypto. Yeah. You can mine that crypto too, without any extra energy or cost. Uh, that's cool. So what, what other cryptos would you be able to mine with the helium thing? So the helium is only helium, but okay. for the Litecoin miner, it can also mine Doge. Oh shit. Nice. So, yeah, that's that'll be like another. Uh, it's just another interesting coin that I'll be mining right now. Litecoin is at twentieth, uh, out of a hundred cryptos for its market cap. Nice. That'll be cool. So, are they selling uh, Litecoin mining? Mining rigs. rigs? Yeah. Um. Yes, you can. So the creator of Litecoin mm-hmm. actually wanted it to be more easily scaled than Bitcoin. Because the issue is, is that these algorithms, right? Yeah. You get it. You a computer isn't made to solve this algorithm, right? Yeah. But people can create computers that are specifically made to figure out these algorithms Mm -hmm. and initially the creator wanted it to just be able to be mined by anyone on their computer 
but those days are done. Yeah. Uh, Litecoin was started in twenty seven, uh, twenty fourteen, I believe, a couple years after Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, but eight like the application specific integrated uh, computer systems, which is an ASIC miner. So that acronym just means that computer specifically mines that coin. Right. Uh, Litecoin miners at the moment aren't too expensive. Uh, it's earlier than Bitcoin. To get an ASIC miner for Bitcoin, at least a good one, you're talking about like thousands of dollars, as cheap as like $6,000. Yeah. And um, as expensive as like $125,000 for oh many. That's many different ASICs miners in one system. So it's like... Right. But you can get a cheap, not a cheap one, but you can get a singular, like an expensive singular ASIC miner goes for around like 36000 Um, still, it's fucking... Guess what the return on investment is currently for that $36,000 ASIC In miner. what, like, span of time? A year. A year. Um, in a year, how much do you think that this ASIC miner will make in dollars? Six grand. No, it will make. Do you want me to tell you now? Yeah, it'll make seventy-two thousand dollars annually. Oh shit! In a year, so you return on investment in generally six months. Does it take a lot of power to operate it? So it does, um, but that includes power. So you're still positive, even based on the power consumption used. That just seems like a good investment. Well, I mean, like. A guaranteed investment. Sorta. Yeah, it's um, it but isn't it's still like it still varies depending on the cryptocurrency's value, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, and it's naturally yes, exactly. So like theoretically, right now, if you were to mine like a Litecoin in a year, uh, you could like you would return on investment. You definitely make over the initial investment cost in a year. Um. But the coin is down, so it is interesting. You're still you're still investing in a super speculative uh, market, but at this point, I believe that the market is what it is, and we're not going to see some of these main players just automatically fail. There's no such thing as too big to fail, but I feel like we're not going to see tomorrow. Bitcoin's not just going to rush to zero, right? They're, yeah, I mean, they're, like I said last time, and it's like just moving with the market now. Yeah. With it, the markets. Yeah, we, it, it, it will hopefully one day be separate from the market. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> or maybe it'll make the market dissolve. That, no, I think we'll always have a market. Yeah, probably. A stock Probably exchange. for like a long That's time. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. I believe that we're going to... I think they'll both still exist. But... That's really interesting. It's different. We'll just have to see. I think that it'll be something similar to the market where, like, there'll be people who are like, oh, I'm a crypto investor, and I just invest in different projects and, like, different coins, and that's how I make my money. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, cause the thing about it is that our exchange, right? It, 
it's definitely international, but it's not necessarily global. Like, yeah. theoretically, like this could be a global stock right. market. Like, maybe it'll be like a global economy. Yeah, I mean that's what it like should be. Uh, once it's fully flesh out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're only talking about layer twos. What do we? Because the thing about it too is like. What does it what does it mean when we get to like layer three crypto? You know what yeah. I mean? Like layer two helped it with scalability, which is the lightning network. Mm-hmm. That's also what Litecoin is to help the scalability. Um I do also want to say it is proof of work, which is my favorite. I think the only way to have a strong crypto is proof of work. The scalability mm-hmm. does hurt by that, but because not everyone can get these machines yeah Yeah, so but i think it's the only way forward because that's how because people say oh our world's always worked on gold because of it gold is proof of work yeah right so it's like talking about it's hard to get yeah and people have to go out and get it so that's why i think the only way forward for crypto is proof of work Mm -hmm. some people think it's a proof of stake but Mm -hmm. i don't like proof of stake because it's the more coins that you have you stake them. So it's like, all right, if you have a lot of coins and you are a miner, you put those into the system and we'll give you a return based on new users coming in. Mm -hmm. But I think that makes it susceptible to like massive whales and miners like having a way too much control over the network. Yeah. Um, Less than proof of work. And it's just like, well, if nobody's really working for anything, then... It seems more like a fiat currency, you know what I mean? Right. Proof of stake seems like fiat currency to me, the way that I've yeah interpreted it. A little bit, yeah. So I think it's definitely worth it's interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I'll I'll definitely keep posted on Litecoin. The Litecoin and the money. Have miner. you already bought some? I'm sure you have. <sighs> yeah, so I have a little bit. Not as much as like I'll want to have in the future, but um yeah, we'll see. It's down for now. I think yeah. when obviously when things are down or we're in times of turmoil, if you can invest some, that's a perfect time. Not financial advice, but that's my idea. Yeah, I wish I had more liquidity right now because I would be buying shit. Me too. Me too. <laughs> it's crazy when like let's use the example for like Tesla, right? Lines out the door when Tesla's at like a thousand right. or it's at like twelve hundred lines are out the door everybody's trying to buy it and then it's like all right when it's 650 well yeah. it's like 550 we should be buying it yeah but... nobody cares mm. so we'll keep talking about it um what is it at now is it at 500 last time i looked at it it was like seven i don't like looking at yeah not the, now. the system not nowadays <laughs> yeah when it's this <laughs> when it's down when it's up i'm looking every day like let's go yeah. but when i know it's down i'm like run <laughs> let's take a look we're asleep right now uh 740 oh word it's solid yeah that's still that's that's still a buy for me yeah um yeah so i do want to touch on one last thing we're, speaking of tesla we had it's called it's it's a system called environmental uh Social governance, environmental, social, and government governance. Okay. So on this scale, it takes like pretty much how you feel 
or it, it, it tries to make it easier for you to sustainably invest and invest in things that are doing uh, uh, positively in their environmental impact, mm-hmm. their social impact, in their governance's impact on society. Um, so on a scale like this, you'd believe, I thought, that a company like Tesla, maybe not, I'll, I'll even scale back my fanboyness and say, it doesn't have to be number one, yeah. but it should be one of the better run companies mm-hmm. or uh, scale higher on this ESG rating. Uh, but it doesn't have to be number one. But actually, Tesla has one of the worst ESG ratings. And damn, it's I, w- I always thought that was weird because the number one at the time of recording for ESG rating is Exxon Mobil, which is a gas company. Um, I was told by someone who worked closely with the ESG rating that it wasn't because what somebody does with their gas isn't Exxon's problem. So they create gas, like they just sell gas. But my thing is, is like, well, you can't stop there because right, yeah. the number one like factor of why our environment is the way it is today is because of carbon being released into the atmosphere. Right. So I thought there was a little bit of fishiness going on. Yeah, it's weird. That's a weird way to determine that. Um, yeah. So what is it based on then? Like exactly. <laughs> That's what, so, so I'm somebody, I don't understand it either. Yeah. So I try and figure it out. And there was a person who runs who actually like create like is responsible. I, mean, I guess if it's just like, oh, we're getting this amount of resources to the public. Like if it's scaled on that, then sure. Because I'm sure they sell like a ton of gas and mm-hmm. like people wouldn't be able to access that gas if it weren't for Exxon. But yeah. So maybe it scores high on the social, but yeah. environmental impact is like it scores so high on the social because of that. Yeah. That the environmental is just like forgotten. That's but weird. I would I thought it was weird that like it could have such a poor environmental scale. That seems like a uh weird scale to have. It seems like there's like contrasting variables that they're like giving more weight to for certain things and that like certain things that may not be like I think that I believe that it's something that they try and use to say like Oh well, we have a great ESG rating, like, yeah. but it's actually Exxon paying the people who crumb up with this ESG rating yeah, to maybe. to give them more leeway. That could be it too. Um, to make Exxon look better, because right, if you're an oil company, a gas company, I don't know, like that's a little funky to me. Not looking good now nowadays. No. <laughs> All Jesus. right, thank you, Bear. Appreciate Thanks, it. Bear. Yeah, so I I found that a little funky. Um. Hopefully somebody who could possibly hear this let me know what or how the ESG rating comes the way it is because I tried to look at the head of this the company that creates the ESG rating and she just did like a word soup like it was like yeah. a million words long <laughs> I finished it and I'm like I, f- I don't know what she's talking about or right. like it doesn't feel like she said anything I love that I love when you can recognize people doing that yeah like, it's like, oh you're saying nothing and you're like yeah you're saying a bunch of words but they all mean nothing yeah it's like what are you even talking about i stopped like because i li- it was literally like a thousand words and i stopped yeah. i'm like what is this person talking about right. like it seemed as if you just tried to drone on and on it's a great way to lie oh yeah uh, just keep on talking 
Yeah. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. ESG. Corny. Yeah. ESG rating. Corny. <laughs> oh, your dogs are fighting. Fight to the yeah, death for my him. entertainment. Bite his neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bear's going for the kill shot. Get him. All yeah. right. Should we wrap up? Yeah, I feel good. I feel like yeah, I feel like we touched on the things Wait. that I needed to touch on. So. <laughs> Why is he moaning like that? Does he like it? Yeah, bite me in the neck. <laughs> Not down there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bite that. Oh no! <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, uh, we'll see you next week. Follow us on Instagram at DTMS underscore podcast. See you guys. <laughs>